It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Super Rugby isn't far away now with pre-season games kicking off this week. The Farmlands Cup will be on the line this Friday in Western Justin Land from Omaru when the Highlanders take on the Crusaders uh, behind closed doors, unfortunately. And how often are we saying that lately? But we're joined now by Highlanders head coach Tony Brown. Uh, morning, Brownie. Disappointing the fans get uh, can't attend this weekend, but uh, at least from a coaching point of view, you'll be able to get something out of it. Yeah, morning, Smithy. It's yeah, very disappointing. Um, There's going to be a hell of a night in Western on Friday night with Dave Dobbin uh, leading the charge there, and it would have been uh, very entertaining. Um, apart from that, I, I, I led to believe the game against Moana Pacifica has been cancelled as well, so... Are you able to um, replace that game? I mean, you're running out of opportunities, aren't you? Yeah, well, that game still potentially might be on. It's just the location of that game um, still a bit up in the air. So we're hoping to find a find a ground somewhere that uh, we both can get to and have a bit of a hit out. Okay, let's uh, look at where you're, uh, you feel you're at at the moment. Um, obviously, you've been uh, training in-house, etc., and under all sorts of protocols, but uh, on the park, on the training park, how, how are you looking? Yeah, we've had a pretty good pre-season. Um, the boys came in in a little bit better condition than the previous year, which is always always good for a coach, so we can um, move on to sort of looking at our footy a bit more and working on our games, so not having to get them fit. But, uh, you know, we've had a good three weeks, and we're probably ready for a but if I head out to see where we're at. The guys uh, actually played a bit longer, didn't they? Those guys that went to the playoffs and uh, their respective, um, you know, NPC competitions as such, the Bunnings, whatever, they actually this season went longer. So the gap uh, between there and uh, you getting hold of them must have been a, quite a bit shorter. Yeah, it was a bit shorter. And, um, and also there's a few guys that came in pre-Christmas um, as well, which, you know, helped us get them into shape and, sort of get the get them understanding what it's about at sort of super rugby level. So and then everyone went away and, and then came and obviously did a bit of training and came back in pretty good condition. Reports are coming through that all five New Zealand teams and Moana Pacifica may have to be based in a bubble in Queenstown during these red light settings. Uh, I suppose that wouldn't be terrible news, being uh, that's your, it's, you're the closest to Queenstown, but... Um, be different getting away, playing in that kind of environment, getting away from your traditional stadiums. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, pretty hard on on all the teams really. Um, having to operate in a bubble. Don't know how many training grounds there are in Queenstown, but I'm pretty sure there's not six. So 
um, sorting all those logistics out and also around the opportunities to use the gym around uh, conditioning the boys. I don't know how many gyms there are in Queenstown, but um, all those issues are yet to be sort of worked out around logistics and, and things like that. So we'll wait wait to see the, what the what the bosses say and uh, we'll, we'll just truck on like, like we normally do or whatever comes our way. You'll be first choice, mate. You'll get first choice, surely. I mean, you're closest to home. Oh, it's all ground. I would have thought so, Snowy. I would have thought so, but, you know, it tends to sort of be led sort of Crusaders way and then goes to the Blues then the Chiefs, Hurricanes, and probably then we sort of get the last last of the go. Good God, you might be training in the car park at the Ridges or something. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> but um, hey, we'll, look, see um, happens, we'll see what happens, mate. We'll see what happens. Probably could, uh, you know, pull a little bit of local uh, knowledge and, and sort something out. Got a couple of secrets the other teams don't know about. Oh, well, you can, I think no, I think at the very least you'd be staying at the Millbrook Resort, very least. But however, um, well, that's right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's look at the second half of the competition because that's mooted, uh, Brownie. That uh, it could be um, based uh, in the east coast of Australia. Uh, have you been uh, enlightened into any of that, or is that just speculation at the moment? No, everything's speculation. Um, you know, what happened yesterday is going to change today, um, and the decisions today will probably change tomorrow. So I don't think anyone really has any idea around how it's going to operate. Um, but when the guys who make those decisions pull the trigger, then we just got to get into it. And if that's a bubble in Queenstown for the first half of the comp, then that's what it is. And then... If we're not able to travel without MIQing, MI then um, we're probably going to have to go to Aussie and live in a bubble over there as well. So it's it's bloody tough. But um, if we want to sort of play rugby, get this comp done, and obviously the biggest part of that is the players need to get paid. So um, we've got to get the games in. Okay, so no Ash Dixon uh, this uh, time around because, of course, he's... Uh Gone to Japan. So, um, who's replacing that that kind of leadership, uh, that kind of mentor role that Ash was providing for you? Yeah, we've, um, you know, he's probably irreplaceable, really, um, around the way that he leads, um, the money he has in within the team. Um, but we've obviously got a quality leader in Aaron Smith around, you know, the world class standards and um, how he likes to prepare himself for a game of rugby and how he likes to play and the intensity that he, that he plays at and the standards that he holds himself accountable to. Um, you know, that's the sort of leadership that we want to sort of jump on the back of and, um, you know, hopefully we can get the majority of our squad thinking that way. Well, speaking of uh, leaders and uh, experience coming back, uh, you've brought Marty Banks uh, back into the squad and, of course, Gareth Evans has, has come back down to join Brother Bryn. So um, there's quite a lot of experience there. Yeah, um, you know, I'm always keen to get a bit of experience back into our side. I think it's if you don't have, you know, a dozen All Blacks, the next best thing is having experienced players who've done it before. You know, for us, with Bryn, what Bryn produced last year for us, and even Josh Honnick and um, around um, his experience, just adding to that is just going to strengthen our team. So Marty's hit them really well so far, and, and so has Gareth, so... Um, I think they're pretty excited to get out there and see what they can 
can do for in the Highlanders jersey. Uh, unfortunate that um, you lost uh, Josh Shawani. So much potential there, but uh, you're going to have to to live without uh, without Josh this time around. He's gone to the Chiefs. So, uh, who's who particularly will be you looking to fill that void? Yeah, obviously, obviously, Marty Banks straight away comes comes to mind there um, around a quality team, um, you know, and around you know a little bit of X factor playing at fifteen. Um, we're hoping that you know um, Connor Garden Bishop and Sam Gilbert, you know, can improve on what they've done the last couple of years because they've been really impressive as well. So, um, you know, Josh was a big part of our team for four years and. Um, you know, and he's obviously gone for a, to try and secure a ten spot somewhere. Um, and we've got Mitch Hunt, who's probably our, been our dominant player over the last couple of years. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to have a, a big season third year round. Uh, for Lau Fokitava, of course, suffered a knee injury, wasn't able to play a lot of rugby in the last half of last year. Uh, but the potential quite clearly there. Um, where's I mean, you've got Aaron Smith obviously as your as your leader and your number one. But uh, how's uh, Falau's workload been at, at uh, pre-season? Is he is he getting back in line? Yeah, no, he's um, he's pretty excited, ready to play. He's um, just taken off the white bib this week, and um, so he's full training, um, and he's going to play you know, at least the first half on on Friday. So quite exciting for. Allowed to get back on the field, and quite exciting to see, you know, if he can get back to that form that he showed at the start of last year's campaign. So, Brownie, um, on the whiteboard, what is the? Have you got a mission statement? Your goals for the year for the for the guys? Well, I think um, you know, I think we set up a pretty good campaign last year, um, and the Rail part of the comp was probably. Yeah, extra time lost to the Chiefs that sort of cost us there. Um, and then when we went into that Aussie comp, I thought we, you know, we played a game of rugby that um, was pretty dominant at times and um, did a really great job around making it to the final. You know, and then it was, it was the last sort of five minutes of that final, we didn't quite get the job done either. So I think if we just look to improve on the little things that we did last year, try and take our game to a another level and get our players sort of believing that they can, you know, beat teams with beat teams with um, you know, eight or nine all backs in it. Brownie, sometimes the most frustrating thing for coaches I'm sure is when you put your squad together, you're not able to access them because of injuries, etc. Uh, I mean sometimes those things are unavoidable, but overall how's the squad looking in that regard? Uh, we've been pretty good. Um, we obviously had a bit of a um, tough run in the Mitre 10 Cup, losing Putty Putty Parkinson, Jonah Nariki, Willie Armand and C.O. Tompkinson. But since then, we've been pretty good. Um, obviously, the boys are coming fit. Um, we've got a number of players back, like Satuli Porea and Thomas Umunga Jensen for Alpha Fakatawa. Um, you know, so we sort of lost a couple in Mitre 10, but We've got a few back, and we haven't lost any since Christmas. So, fingers crossed. We, you know, especially through the pre-season and the early rounds, you know, we're able to select a pretty consistent team that allows us to go out and, you know, try and win all those early games, which are going to be vital. Oh, I know you're very inward-looking. Um, your job is in front of you as such. But have you had a chance to 
to just uh, run the cutter over some of the uh, opposition squads. So I guess you will game by game when you have to play them. But if you look at, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Blues and the Blues back line and, uh, of course, um, Roger Tuovasa checking at 12 of you. Have you paid that much attention? Do you, would you think he'd be a good fit at 12, just looking at it for coming from league? Yeah, it's always always a tough one to um, find a spot for players like that who are not overly experienced um, in the rugby. So, you know, and I, de- I think ideally you'd probably want to find the outside backs, but I think with with the outside backs and the kicking game and, and all that sort of stuff around um, controlling the backfield, it's probably probably is an easier transition to move them into the midfield and, and use sort of power strength and physicality. So I think they've sort of made the right decision there around where to play them. Now it's a matter of sort of just giving them some game time and and allowing him to, you know, develop in that position and, and, and learn along the way. So you're not going to get Dave Dobbin uh, on uh, Friday night by the look of things, but... What will you be hoping um, as you look at it and, and you look at that development game? Is it a is it a, a game of uh, when I say two halves, forty minute halves, or are you going to split it up, or how's it going to be played? No, we just two halves, but you know we always try and get the majority of our squad through a bit of game time in the first game in the season, with, with, especially because there's only two preseason games, and um, you know that second one we want to have a bit of a um, you know, dry run for our first game, so we won't be using as many players in the second pre-season. So the first ones always get the players out there and see what they can do and give them an opportunity to prove themselves. Oh, Brownie, great to catch up with you. Um, I hope that um, Western is a success from a playing point of view, uh, deprived from the public point of view, which is a great shame. But those are the times we're living in. All the best for the start of the season. Let's hope you get your keep your squad intact and you can. Uh, get through relatively injury-free and uh, have a great start. Thanks for talking to us this morning, eh? Yeah, cheers, mate. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it as well, Brownie. I think New Zealand needs some rugby, and uh, Super Rugby is uh, about to start.